0: So, this is going to be a celebration of um, not having been thrown off the airwaves after a full year of doing this. It's true. So,
1: it's a high wire act. <laughs> yes.
0: Welcome to the Innovation Overground, the front porch of academic innovation. Coolest university inventions so that you don't have to. Thank you for joining us. My name is Charlie Litton. I'm joined by Tyler Share and Joe Ruggy. Joe is the entrepreneurial werewolf and Dr. Law Dog for and us. patent lawyer. Patent lawyer and father of two, Volkswagen driver. And Tyler is enough of that. Uh, Tyler <laughs> is a PhD, a licensing associate with us. How do you doing, Tyler?
2: Hey, good. How you doing today, Charlie? Not bad. Not bad.
1: Hey, Charlie, is this season two? Oh, my gosh, it is. Yes. Yes. Man. I almost forgot.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've done a full year now of episodes, so this will be episode one of our second season. Nobody is – people have let us keep doing this. They I know. They not us off
1: anything. So. I, we're doing it officially. We're doing it on university property during our day jobs. Yeah, we get paid. The emails pying, piling up.
0: Yes. Dozens. <laughs> well – Six, I'm answering my as, as we those. go. You guys aren't answering your
2: emails. No, we've been getting some. Pretty You've good been
1: emailing feedback. me, Tyler. <laughs> hey, Joe, are you at the podcast? Yes, Tyler, I'm here. And while I'm here, please take a moment to subscribe. Please leave review. Please tell your friends. We are the front porch of all university innovation, and it's a big porch. It's, so get on it.
0: Right. We don't want to talk about just Nebraska stuff. We want to talk about stuff everywhere. Um,
1: so Iowa, Missouri, Alaska, points thereafter.
0: Right. Um, Missouri. I think we even did. We did some British stuff. Even we did. We did. We've we did done some UK some br- stuff. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. We have. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: okay. So I think the best way to start season two is yeah. is It is, is about time we went over medical marijuana. Right. Ooh, okay. Or is that the technical term,
2: or is it like medical weed or medical marijuana? That? I think Mar- is right. as, as, it's, it's a literary appropriate term.
1: Pepper Pots. Medical marijuana. <laughs> Happy Hogan. Peter Parker.
2: Wait. There is something nice about alliteration. I've got.
0: I'm not sure how Pepper Potts fits into that. So Comic I'm, book. Uh, I'm going to pretend like it didn't happen. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> Tyler, you look like you're about to say something. What do you got?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I can talk generally, I guess, about medical okay. marijuana. about the current nothing. state of things. Joe, what do you have got?
1: <laughs> I think Tyler has some interesting things to say about it. Let's what, give him what another do, try. What do you want to know? I don't what know. What do you want to
0: know? I, I, well, I just, okay. So first off, we, can we even do research on it? Like as a country, are people allowed to even research it? as a, if its effectiveness as a treatment yes. for whatever?
2: Yes. There are actually over half a dozen ongoing clinical trials right now. For very, but they're, they're very specific. So there's very specific research that can be done. You can't just... At the moment, researchers can't just say... I, I want to, you know, I just, I want a pound of it to test on whatever <laughs> hypothesis I come up with. There has to be very specific For the applications. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you have to get, it's very strictly enforced and it's monitored, I guess. It still is. Um, yeah. So then not, the, the kind of studies that, that are going on, it's elite. not the kind, it's, what do you call it, the cannabinoids? They, but they don't get you, they don't produce the high, do they?
2: So there's a little bit of both. Yeah. Oh, this is okay. a good point. Yeah. So. Um, so marijuana has dozens of cannabinoids. Uh, these are just, Wait, some say ra- that again, ma- Can, marijuana, no. ca- cannabinoids.
1: <laughs> I've never, I just didn't know how to it. What is a it? cannabinoid?
2: Yeah. So these are just, um, a class of chemicals that are, that act on the cannabinoid receptors. They're named after the receptors they act on. The um, in- receptors is part of your
0: brain cell or something
2: yes yep okay. um and so uh these uh the, the cannabinoid uh by acting on the receptors alters neurotransmitter release in the brain yep so it can be um excitatory or inhibitory or modulatory uh all depending um there's dozens of cannabinoids uh, naturally occurring in marijuana um the two most prevalent uh were kind of what you're referring to so there's cbd um cannabidiol this is not psychoactive this doesn't get you uh, feeling high um you don't get that euphoric feeling on cbd so that's what you're referring to a lot of research being done with cbd oil um cbd for this or that it can help with uh supposedly there seems to be some preliminary data indicating it can help with with pain for example um or muscle aches things like that uh, and then there's THC, which is another one of the most prevalent cannabinoids, okay. and that's uh, tetrahydrocannabinol. It's the principal psychoactive component, and that's the one that produces that euphoric. That gives that you you're the you're euphoria. That can yeah. be, it can actually be, depending on how it's metabolized, it can be psychoactive. So it can give you not only a euphoric feeling, but you can hallucinate a little bit. Um, if you have a high enough dose, jeez.
0: So is that? Are both of those have potential in, in, in medical applications, or is it yes. just one over the other? Yeah, yeah. both.
2: Yep. So both do. Okay, yep. Cool. So, um, so in 2017. So in the last couple of years, this this field's really kind of moved forward. So as you hinted at, it was. Um, it was really stunted, uh, all marijuana research, due to the uh, Controlled Substances Act in the 70s, early 70s. Um, all of that, that basically put a, a kibosh on a lot of the research, maybe even earlier than that, too. But anyway, all of that's kind of coming back around in the last couple of years, especially, uh, with some, some really promising clinical trials. So. Um, In 2017, as I was saying, the FDA approved THC, that's the psychoactive component, um, a synthetic analog called dronabinol for sleep apnea, um, anti-emetic or appetite stimulant. Uh, uh, So those two big applications. So sleep apnea is the one I I was actually unaware of. So you, you think of THC. Um, or at least you think of medical marijuana being used to help, uh, help with, a- with appetites and mm-hmm. maybe patients undergoing chemotherapy right, or things right. like that, where they have heavily suppressed, a lot of nausea or suppressed appetite. Um, so this is where THC can help. Uh, but also uh, strangely enough with, uh, shows a lot of promise with, uh, sleep apnea as well. So that's, that's an approved synthetic, uh, THC, um, compound.
0: Okay, Yeah. and then so what's what's going on with the CBD part of it? What, what kind of things does that
2: look look helpful with? Yeah, the, the biggest... I guess uh, you mentioned the, pain, the, pain, the, pain the, management. Yeah, and one. that hasn't been as well verified. It's um, a lot of people, there's a lot of uh, anecdotal evidence that CBD oil can help with muscle aches and pains, for example. Um, the, the, the one area that's really been most rigorously studied and is now approved is CBD, CBD synthetic... Um, analog uh, called EpiDylex for childhood epilepsy. There's so there's several syndromes that mm. result in just just debilitating, <laughs> awful epilepsy in, in young children, and this has now been FDA approved for treatment of that.
1: Do you know how that's administered? I've always
2: wondered that. Do they just consume it, or you know, I actually, I I don't. Oh, I, sorry, I'm, I'm assuming you. it's it's uh it, it yeah it's. Ingested. Yeah, it seems. Yeah, like it's, it's. I mean, it's not inhaled. I can tell you that. It's an oil. Yeah, that's it. They either like nebulize it. It's either nebulized or. Yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe it could be inhaled if it's nebulized. I guess, but uh, I was under the assumption it was ingested. I honestly yeah, don't know too. for sure though. Yeah. So it's shown tremendous promise, and 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 again, a number of not only anecdotal evidence with individual parents uh, uh, touting just how this was a miracle drug for their their child. Um, who suffered this, these debilitating seizures. Not only that, but there's been uh, large enough studies now, um, trials that have shown this the huge impact in, in a more um, objective, rigorous way.
1: So are, are there any like, commercial concerns that are sort of associated with university research that are advancing products that utilize some of these new clinical information associated from various cannabinoid data?
2: Um, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, so there's still, there's still some problems, obviously. There's this, uh, the, it's still technically, um, not legal nationally. So at a federal level, um, uh, for you can purchase these synthetic analogs that are being sold by a couple of companies for very specific applications with a doctor's prescription. Otherwise, you can't get access. Uh, it's all state-by-state dependent at the moment, right? So some states allow for medical, some states mm-hmm. allow for CBD, but not medical THC. Some states allow, have just all of it decriminalized. So there's the, it's not legal technically to buy, but you're not going to get put in jail over it. Um, and then other states have it totally legal as well. So all of this is is, is there a is baseline a shifting landscape?
0: smallest common denominator on what is legal and the most and you know nationally? Like CBDs, for example.
2: Nationally still technically illegal. All, every all bit of it. Of it. Every yeah. bit of
0: it is technically illegal.
2: Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, except for some very specific approved um, synthetic analogs for applications that you need a prescription. Yeah. Uh, otherwise no I, I think but I think as more and more states jump on board here, uh, Iowa we have neighbors who have uh, decriminalized or allowed for, for medical. So Colorado has made it completely illegal. Yeah, they've made it completely legal. Iowa's allowed medical um, uh, Minnesota, is shifted recently on this I don't remember which exactly what their status is Michigan Illinois now is going to to, to either decriminalized uh, I think kind okay. decriminalized so
0: so what's what's going on then as far as the latest I mean you, you kind of talked in a, a big picture kind of way but I don't, I don't know if you talked any specifics is there who's kind of leading the way on this kind of research
2: yeah no a lot of this is being done at, at, at in, in universities still so um, so these these uh, clinical trials are really kind of a, a private. Public partnership. Uh, okay. So these are being done at, I mean, large hospital systems. John Johns Hopkins is involved in some of these. Um, uh, but but there's the uh, you know there there needs to be uh, in general there's typically some sort of product that could be sold uh, that would that's you know that's the, kind of the promise at the end of this long chain of funding. I mean, this stuff takes a lot of money to go through a, a clinical trial. So
0: is there anything that uh, is there anything that you saw that when you're when you're looking at this? Any sort of research that surprised you about some of the things it could do or not do?
2: Um, That's a good question. I'm kind of just glancing through the ongoing clinical trials at the moment. I mean, the sleep apnea for THC was really surprising. Um, You know, actually, there's been some FDA-approved clinical trials now, just looking at um, kind of that have been more kind of hypothesis-driven uh, research. So there's one, I believe, at Johns Hopkins, which is looking at the effects of cannabis on driving and healthy adults. So this is now looking at. I mean, it's 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 you know it's something that needs to be investigated to help guide policy, right? I mean, we have we have uh, blood alcohol content levels for for alcohol impairment mm-hmm. of motor of driving or handling motor vehicles. There should be some sort of objective measure for for THC as well. Sure. And there isn't at the moment. So yeah.
0: All right, Joe. Do you have anything to add? I do not. Why are you here?
1: What's going on? Season two, man. I do. It's season two. All right. Well, I
0: think on that note, I think it's time to come back to ground on this one. Um, Shortest episode ever. You're welcome for season two. Maybe that's a sign of things to come for us. That sounds apocalyptic. (laughs)
2: They're going to get shorter and shorter. They're going to get
0: shorter and shorter until... (laughs) They don't happen all to the anymore.
2: <laughs>
0: all right. From the studios at KVNO at University of Nebraska at Omaha, and our sponsor is Unimed, the technology transfer office for the University of Nebraska. I'm Charlie Litton for Joe Runge and Tyler Sher, saying thank you for joining us.